Hello, good afternoon. Benjamin Klein here today for the Daily Show, riding the BK train. Uh, originally put, was posting these as videos to my Instagram page at the Strive Sports. Uh, now we're moving on up towards uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You could find uh, the link to access my podcast, Riding the BK Train, also The Rant and The Dogmatist, on the link tree in my bio on These Drive Sports. Uh, you could access uh, each individual pod uh, via Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, so just wanted to inform all the fans of that. Uh, you know, easier. It's annoying to, you know, have to open up the video on Instagram and have to watch it there the whole time. Rather, you could just play it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts uh, while doing other stuff. So just wanted to let you guys be aware of that. Uh, but uh, the basis of this show, Riding the BK Train, is that uh, you, these my fans are going to ride with me on my picks. Uh, I give you five answers or my picks or suggestions uh, for your daily fantasy, uh, kind of a fantasy, cash for props for cash, no house advantage leagues, uh, in which you could put $20 down to win a potential $5,000. Um, you basically, they know house advantage. The app provides you with specific players playing on that given night. Uh, they give you a line, uh, whether it be points, uh, assists and rebounds individually, or two of the stats combined or all three combined. And then you have to pick either over or under for 10 players. Uh, so I give my suggestions on five different picks. Uh, so here we go. Ride the BK train with me. Let me know if you like these picks. Last night I went four for five. The only one that I missed was Devin Booker over one and a half threes. I got Chris Paul over 29 and a half combined points, rebounds, assists. I had Nikola Jokic combined over 35 and a half. Uh, I think just points and rebounds, which went over. It might have been points, rebounds, and assists, honestly. Then I had R.J. Barrett over one and a half made threes. Um, and I had one more that I cannot think of off the top of my head. But that moves on, moves me on to today. Uh, you know, just last thing, going to use the Instagram platform uh, to market my uh, my podcasts, and I will be giving a preview of uh, you know all three of my daily podcasts uh, on Instagram. Uh, but you can access the full pods via Apple Podcasts or Spotify now. Big stuff. Moving on to my picks. Uh, so today, your my daily no house advantage answers. Uh, I'm gonna start with uh, the boy CJ McCollum. Uh, out of Portland. Tonight, Portland is playing the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz played last night um, in a loss, actually, uh, to the Phoenix Suns. So um, the line for CJ McCollum is over, by the way, if I didn't make this clear in a previous episode or if you didn't watch previous episodes before I moved over to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, I look for the over in all my picks. Uh, it's no fun rooting for the under. Uh, you want to see guys uh, succeed. You want to see shots hit. You want to see nice passes. Um, I guess the only thing uh, that counts in here is not succeeding is grabbing a rebound. I mean, someone missed. But um, 
you know, it's no fun to root for an under. So I look for overs. It's not too difficult to find five overs that are guaranteed to hit. So here are my locks for the overs today. Uh, my boy CJ McCollum, his over tonight for combined points, rebounds, and assists is 29 and a half. Uh, now, I don't think that's a lot considering the guy can score uh, 24, 25 points. He's averaging 24 points on the season. Uh, so, you know, to get to only need really six combined points and assist, uh, rebounds and assists, not asking for a lot. Um, you know, if they want to win this game tonight against Utah, he's definitely going to have to show up. Uh, Utah coming off a loss, a rare for them to lose two nights in a row, especially on a back-to-back. Um so I definitely think that C.J. McCollum is going to hit that combined, uh, you know, over 29 and a half. Uh, additionally, his averages for the year combined to be over 29 and a half. He averages 23.8, which you could round to 24, 3.7 rebounds, round that to four, that's 28 total. And then 4.8 assists, that's rounded to five assists. Uh, that is 33 total, uh, which is obviously over that 29 and a half. Uh, additionally... Uh, his in his lone game against Utah for the season, uh, he combined for 30 total, 23 points, four rebounds, three assists. That that's 30. That's why they probably put the line at 29 and a half. Uh, on the road, also he has good, better stats on the road even than his average for the season. Uh, he averages 27 points, six rebounds, four. I mean, four rebounds, six assists. Uh, you know, those, that's obviously the over. His only concern is that in the last 10, he's been a little bit, uh, you know, below average in, in terms of everything, honestly. Uh, but it still would hit the over if you round 22.7 rounds to 23, uh, 5.2 assists, that's 28, and then 3.6 rebounds. I'll even round that down to three. That's 31. So... Uh, it really looks to me like he's hitting the over. Uh, in addition, uh, of his recent games, he's hit the over 29.5 combined points, rebounds, assists in six of the last 10 games. Um, you know, the only concern here really is uh, it's against Utah. Utah, obviously one of the best uh, defensive teams in the whole entire league, which is why they're one of the best teams in the league also. But if the Blazers want... Any chance of winning this game, C.J. McCollum definitely going to have to step up. Uh, you know that Damian Lillard is going to be there. So uh, hopefully C.J. McCollum can elevate his play a little bit and uh, hit that over. I don't think it's really a lot to ask for that over since he's already averaging 24 points a game on the season. Just needs six combined points and rebounds if he hits his uh, season average. If he hits his season average for everything, that over is hitting. Uh, again, the only cause for concern would be uh, the fact that they're playing Utah, and Utah is an extremely talented defensive squad. Uh, so that's my first pick. Moving on to my second pick or lock for the night uh, would be Paul George. Combined points, rebounds, and assists. They have the line at 31.5, so I'm going over 31.5. Uh, when I was looking at the stats uh, for Paul George, uh, so in his only game against Phoenix, he averaged, uh, he got 39 points. Uh, four assists. It doesn't even matter what else you know because the line is 31 and a half combined. He scored 39 points against them. He shot 70% from three. Um, additionally, if you combine all of his stats together, he averages 22 and a half. I'll leave that at the half. Six rebounds, 28 and a half. 5.4 assists. I'll give it five and a half. Doesn't matter either way. You, if you can count, that is the over. That's hitting over 31 and a half if he gets to his averages. Uh, additionally, it's a good look, the fact that he scored 39 in his only game against the Suns. Uh, Suns are a pretty good defensive team, though. 
Uh, I don't think that's really such a cause for concern, though, uh, especially since the Suns played the Jazz last night. The team that I was just discussing about was so good on D. They just battled, out, battled it out last night, and the Suns uh, wound up winning that game. So a back-to-back for both the Suns and the Jazz having played last night. Uh, definitely a part of the reason why uh, I've picked two players playing against those teams. Uh, you know, two the top two seeds in, in the West, I'm pretty sure, Battled it out last night. Definitely going to have a some type of impact on their play tonight. You know, it's difficult to play back-to-back nights. Um, uh, also, you know, the only real cut, maybe a cause for concern. Uh, in his last 10, he's only averaging 20 points a game. But overall, if you combine all the stats, it, it hits the over. He average, He's averaging seven rebounds in his last 10 and six assists. So that would be, uh, you know, 33 combined. Uh, at home this season, he's averaging 21 and a half. Six boards, so that's 27 and a half. Uh, six assists, that hits the over as well. So I, I think this over is pretty much a lock. Uh, the Suns are, you know, they played last night. They played really tough. For all we know, they might sit someone tonight uh, to not get embarrassed by the Clippers if, in case they do play everyone and still get embarrassed. Uh, it's a little bit of a better look. Um, but uh, I think that that's going to be huge. The Clippers coming off rest uh, while the Suns are, you know, coming off a hard-fought battle against, uh, you know, their division rival, uh, not division rival, their conference rival. Uh, but uh, Paul George has also hit this over in five of the last ten games. Um, you know, maybe not as good as other, you know, percentage-wise in terms of other players that I found uh, who have been hitting the overs recently. But, you know, sometimes you don't necessarily want to get that guy that's been hitting the over very consistently. Like last night, I picked Devin Booker for over one and a half made threes. He's hit it in seven of the last ten games. You know, that sounds good. And it was also more than that. I think it was like maybe... uh, nine of the last 15 or something like that or 11 of the last 15 i'm blanking but point is he didn't hit it last night he went like oh three or maybe oh five from three something along those lines so you know if if guys has been hitting that over consistently that doesn't necessarily mean uh that they're gonna do it on that given night um if anything maybe a guy that hasn't been hitting a lot recently uh you should take him because maybe he's gonna the tides are gonna turn and he's gonna start hitting so paul george five of ten i I don't think it's a lot to ask for him to get over 31 and a half he's averaging uh, basically 11 and a half over 11 and a half combined rebounds and assists Uh, that means he only really needs to get 20 points as long as he hits his averages there so uh, for all of those reasons, uh, I like Paul George over 31 and a half combined points, rebounds, and assists tonight uh, against the Suns, even though the Suns are a, a stout defensive team. Uh, so now moving on to my third pick for the night. Uh, moving on, moving on to a different stat, not not combining all the categories together. Uh, but my pick is Tim Hardaway over two and a half made three pointers for the night. Uh, so Tim Hardaway on the season is averaging, uh, what is he averaging for three on the season? 39 and a half. Very impressive. You know, anytime that you're close to 40%, that means that you're pretty much, uh, above, very much above average, uh, three point shooter. In the last 10, he's even hotter. He's shooting 40.3% from three. Uh, the fact that it's higher in the last 10 than in the, than his whole for the season overall Goes to show that you know his three point per- he's he's hot recently and his three point percentage has slowly been creeping up. Um, you know if his if his three point percentage in the last ten is higher than for the season, that means that it's over the last ten games his three point percentage has has been getting higher. Um, 
So uh, for those reasons, I definitely like Tim Hardaway. I've watched a bunch of the Mavericks this year. He's been, uh, I think he's been a lights-out shooter. Uh, against Milwaukee in the one game he played, he shot 44% from three. Um, two and a, if they want to have a chance of beating Milwaukee, you know, they have other weapons in Luka and, uh, and Porzingis, but don't act like Tim Hardaway isn't a very key part of this team. Uh, you know, his three-point shooting is has in, been incredible this year. Uh, he's it, he's improved ever since he came uh, to the Bucks from the Knicks. Uh, not to say that he was bad on the Knicks. They just overpaid him a little bit, but he is actually, you know, making him making himself worth his money now, uh, the money that he's receiving. Additionally, uh, Hardaway has hit that that over two and a half made threes in seven of the last ten games and eleven of the last fifteen games. Uh, the Bucks, their opponent, the Mavericks' opponent tonight, twenty third in opponents' three point percentage. Uh, so Tim Hardaway, Luca, and Porzingis is probably all going to be uh, launching threes. But honestly, uh, I believe that Luca's uh, over three point. I think it was over three and a half. Uh, it's probably the same for Porzingis. And even if it was two and a half, I have more faith in Tim Hardaway uh, launching all those threes rather than Porzingis. Uh, it's also a matter of really uh, the amount of attempts. Uh, Tim Hardaway hasn't averaged, un- hasn't shot under five uh, three point attempts. And I'm looking at it right now. It's really, it's been over 10 games. Uh, I don't know if it, it's been like 15 games since he's averaged below five attempts, since he's attempted below five attempts in a single game. So, you know, that's a good look to hit over two and a half threes. The more attempts you hit, the better chance uh, that you're going to hit that over two and a half. Uh, I think that Tim Hardaway shoots more threes than Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, so that's my reason for picking Tim Hardaway two and a half over Kristaps uh, Porzingis two and a half. And then, you know, four threes, hitting four threes a game, that's a lot to ask for. Uh, you know, Luka Doncic is great, but uh, I, I'm rarely going to try and take someone to hit over three and a half made threes. Uh, I'm usually going to try to stick to two over two and a half or over one and a half because uh, over three and a half is a lot. The only, I can think of a few players that i do that for, maybe Damian Lillard based on a, on a given, on a specific matchup and maybe like Steph Curry also, but very few players I'd choose for over three and a half. I mean, the last couple nights, Seth Curry and Devin Booker haven't even hit the over one and a half for me, so not going to push it with the with the over uh, three and a half made three-pointers. I like Tim Hardaway over two and a half made three-pointers. He's hit that in the last four games, and literally the last four games in a row, he has not shot below six attempts from three. He's hit three in every single one of those games, so he, he's been hitting, he's hit that two and over two and a half in all of the last four games. Uh, only by one shot, though, I'll give you that it is close. Um, 11 of the last 15, the Bucks are not a good defensive team in terms of uh, protecting the three-point line. 23rd in the league. So uh, Tim Hardaway, over two and a half made threes. I like that pick a lot. Uh, and that leads me to my last selection of the night. Unfortunately, I can't give you all 10 selections because that's a lot. I won't have a good percentage. Right now, so far, in uh, three different episodes, I'm doing pretty well. I went 5 for 5, then 2 for 5, then 4 for 5. So that would be 11 out of 15. That's pretty solid if you ask me. Uh, Just trying to make you guys some money. So ride that BK train. Uh, Actually, not my last selection. I got two more selections. This one is, uh, again, made three-pointers over one and a half. This time, I'm going with Chris Middleton. Yes, that's right. The opponent of uh, 
the opponent of Tim Hardaway. Um, you know, what more is there to say? Chris Middleton, one of the best three-point shooters in the league. Uh, on the season, he's shooting 43% from three. That's incredible. Uh, the last 10 games, he's shooting 52.6% from three. That's incredible. On the season and the one game against Dallas, he's shooting, he shot 44% from three. The only concern really maybe is that uh, his stats drop actually considerably when they go on the road. He shoots 35.4% on the road from three. Uh, I don't know why that is, but uh, if there's any type of cause for concern here, that's it. Uh, you know, it's not even two and a half made threes. It's only one and a half made threes actually for Chris Middleton, even less than Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, you know, he, I think that a part of the reason that, that it's like that and that he has such a high three point percentage is that he takes less threes than a guy like, uh, than a guy like Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, as I said, Tim Hardaway hadn't shot less than six threes. Uh, in the past three games, in the past four games actually, while uh, in the past three games, Chris Middleton has only attempted four, five, and four three-pointers. Uh, but he has hit that over one and a half in six of the last ten, including two of the last three. Uh, it is close. In those two of the last three, he only hit two three-pointers, just barely getting over that one and a half. Uh, so I like it though. He's hit it six of the last ten, two of the last three. Uh, in his last 10 games, he's shooting 52.5% from three. Uh, he's shooting 43% from three on the season. That's elite shooting from three. Uh, it's not a lot to ask for this guy to hit two three-pointers, uh, especially against a team that is one of the best at shooting threes in the in the Mavericks. They're going to be launching him from three. And if uh, you know the Bucks want to keep up on the road, uh, they're going to have to, you know, Shoot them, shoot some threes themselves between Middleton and DiVincenzo and uh, the re- and Holiday and the rest of the squad. Uh, so for those reasons, not a lot to ask for Middleton to hit two threes. One of the best three point shooters in the league. So I got Chris Middleton against the Mavericks tonight over one and a half made threes. Uh, that leads me to my final selection. Uh, this I'm going back to combined points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, it would be over 31 and a half combined points, rebounds, and assists. The same as Paul George, except this is Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo combined points, rebounds, assists over 31 and a half. Uh, they're playing the Lakers tonight. Yes, the Lakers are a great defensive team, the best defensive team in the league statistically. Um, so, you know, that's definitely a cause for concern. Probably the biggest cause for concern, uh, you know, in their in his only appearance against the Lakers this year, he had a he had a combined uh, he hit the over, but because he grabbed so many rebounds, he had 16 points, 10 rebounds, six assists, uh, equals 32, just barely hitting that over. Exactly why the line is 31 and a half because the only time against the Lakers this season he hit 32. Um, in his last 10, he's hitting that over easy, 20 points, 10 rebounds, five assists, easily hitting that over. Also for the season, he hits that over 19 boards, nine, 19 points, nine and a half boards, five and a half assists. He hits that over in terms of uh, what he's done against the Lakers this year, what he's averaging for the season, what he's averaging in the last 10, uh, what he averages at home as well, which is 19 points, 8.7 boards, and 5.3 assists. Uh, so it all looks good for Bam Adebayo to you know hit that over, especially with the Lakers kind of uh, 
injured right now. No Anthony Davis, LeBron, obviously. Uh, Drummond, I don't believe, is back. Uh, I, Gasol has not been what he used to be. So I think that Bam Adebayo is going to absolutely feast tonight, at least on the rebounds. Even if he doesn't score, he should get rebounds. He should get assists. And uh, I definitely see him hitting this over. You know, even if he had, only gets to those 16 points that he did against the Lakers that first time, get 10 rebounds, and then you won't need a lot of assists to hit that over. Um, he's hit this over in seven of the last ten games also, um, including three of the last, um, including the last three games he's hit the over in all the last three. Maybe a cause for concern just because, uh, you know, he's hit that over three of the last three. Uh, maybe, you know, he's bound to get one that's not going to hit. But uh, those are my five in- five suggestions for your daily pa- crop cat. Props for cash. Got it right. Props for cash. No house advantage answers. I got, just to repeat quickly, CJ McCollum over 29.5 points, rebounds, assists. Paul George over 31.5 points, rebounds, assists. Tim Hardaway over 2.5 made three-pointers. Chris Middleton over 1.5 made three-pointers. Bam Adebayo over 31.5 made points, rebounds, assists. All right, that's it. Five no no house advantage Daily suggestions. I'll be back tomorrow. Ride that BK train. Let's make this bread, baby. Ride it. Peace out.